This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. Righto, if you're on Insta and you're into fashion, travel, beauty, lifestyle, there's a high chance that you will be following Lisa Hamilton, aka Seawan Shop. She's really awesome, super down to earth. She shares how her dream came about really organically and just kind of being an outlet for creativity. But she also shares the darker sides. She talks about trolls and how those kind of yuckier times are harder to handle. She was really open, really generous, and I hope you enjoy Lisa Hamilton, a.k.a. See Want Shop. Um, how do I do that? Sounds. Keep it on. Who cares? Sounds. Found it. Vibrate on silent. Off. I love that I've started recording and you're <laughs> – I love that. Oh, great. Oh, I, I know. I love it. This is welcome to the world of a very successful – Oh, no. It's just, you know – I it's love a bit, it. It's disrespectful to have my phone going on. No, nah, man, I don't even care. And I hope Pretzel gives us a little bark oh, halfway through. I hope he stays quiet, but you never tell with puppies. Yeah, I know. He's so cute. So – First of all, very excited to be here. I'm very excited to be here too. I feel like I'm having a bit of a fangirl moment because I've researched <laughs> you so much. For people listening, I am sitting opposite the incredible C1 oh, you're Shop. Very sweet. Very AKA sweet. Lisa Hamilton. Yes, that is my name, not C. Some people go like, hi C, how are you? <laughs> do you so, get that? You know, I do. Oh my goodness. They're clearly not reading properly, but uh, yes, it has happened. Yeah, I get yummo because my Insta yeah, handle right. is so yummo so Lola Berry. Yeah, so but, the same. Yeah. I, I never thought anything of it. I always thought people were taking the shit out of me when they said it. No. I there is I don't even know how to introduce you because you do so much, I feel like. Like initially I was like, I just she's a successful little go-getter. <laughs> and we always the reason why I wanted to talk to you is we always have a good chat. Like when we yeah, run no, into each do. other at events, we I'm do. like, ah, real human. <laughs> Thank you. I'd like to think I'm pretty real. <laughs> totally. So for those people that don't know too much about you, which I think everyone probably wouldn't if you don't. Jump online, suss out, see one shop. But we're talking fashion, travel, lifestyle, beauty. Yep. Insta, Twitter. Uh, and I, I've watched all your YouTube vids now. Thank you. I'm trying to get into that a little bit more. It's, it's a beast. YouTube is a, is a beast. beast. Yeah, it's a lot of time and effort and I've always, I keep telling myself, oh, I'm going to really attack it this month or this year or this quarter and, yeah, it's slowly getting there. I'm trying to build it up. But it's, know, it's, it's a lot of work. It's completely different to the other, yeah. uh, and I'll, I'm so excited to talk to you. So oh, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. Oh my goodness! I, I looked at like I went all the way. I literally went all the way back through your all your Insta photos, oh, like wow. from so many trips. Like, dude, you've been to the Maldives. Yeah. And then I'm looking at you um, on YouTube with Emirates doing it, like yeah, oh, m- business class. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've I've had some very spectacular trips. I feel very lucky to do what I do. Very lucky. Totally. But Mm. you are just a real person too. And that's what I, my favorite thing about you. And that's what I want to start with is I feel like, and I, I first of all felt it when I was watching YouTube, but I also feel like in the way that you write to your audience, 
you are the every girl speaking to the every girl. Does it feel like that? I definitely, I try to keep it real. I think for a long time, Instagram, I I know it got very, um, oh, what's the word? Like I try and inspire, but I think it got very unrelatable for for a bit there. And then I just kind of like wanted to peel the onion back a bit and be like, still have really nice, inspiring content. But yeah, maybe make my captions, all my stories. I think stories, the integration of stories has really helped to be able to get that realness to your audience instead of just a pretty photo. You know, I am a real person. And yes, I like to put effort into my photos, but at the same time I take bloopers and, you know, they're, they're, yeah. I love watching, yeah, um, Insta stories of like sweat life, like holy Mac, you train. You just said that two minutes ago you're like, I did a double (laughs) session this morning. I did, I did. (laughs) I'm trying to get, I had a little bit of a break because I play AFL. Yeah. So um, this is my second season of doing AFL and my first season was super interrupted. I didn't really take it too seriously. I was travelling heaps. But this year I really committed to the cause and, um, yeah, when that finished, I took like a month off and I pretty much did no exercise. You've got to um, do that I just though, needed, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I'm no AFL player, but I'm like, I feel like I kind of relate now when they yeah. go into off season. Totally. But, um, and now I'm just getting back into it because I'm getting married in three months. So yeah. I'm really trying to, yeah, push my fitness again. And, yeah. I, I, I'm hearing you. What you? I think the body needs breaks though. Like, Well, that's what it felt like. It totally. felt like I needed it. I mean, yeah, footy is, it's the most challenging thing I've ever done physically because it's not just the fitness, it's the, it's the I don't, shouldn't say violence, but the physicality of it totally. as well. So being able to sprint and then tackle and then get up and do that again. And, then, and the mentality behind that as yeah. well. You'd be in like warrior mode. Yeah, right? so it really does take a lot out of you. Like you get home on a Saturday afternoon. Smashed. Absolutely wiped out, mm. like unable to move from the couch, like you've been on a four-day bender. It's incredible, really. Um, so that's yeah. So that's why I took that little break. But yeah. now I'm feeling like fresh again. The body feels really good. So I'm really hitting it. Yeah. So I did a double session this morning. Yeah. yeah. At the gym. Um, yeah, and just trying. I love like, the stories. Push myself. You put your little your inspiring like music that are, sometimes it reminds me of like our party days. Ah, uh, yeah. My <laughs> music taste. My fiance thinks my music taste is terrible. It's like Atomic Kitten. And like so, good, so good. So good. But I get a lot of people saying like, gosh, your music choices are fantastic. No, I'm they like, are. I hold on to those little comments I get. I'm pretty sure we've <laughs> had combos about either your music choices or the pancakes and porridge that we both oh, yeah. enjoy. Yeah. Love it. So before we get in, as you know, this is about failing and yes. kind of like not necessarily just failing, but like the icky stuff that no one really talks about. Mm. But for those people that are like, how on earth do you, like, I know, like, you studied physiotherapy and graduated and mm. practiced. Yes. And how yes. did that then become That is what the golden is. question. Yeah. How did I get from there to now? Yeah. It's been a very um, step-by-step organic process and one that was completely not planned or um, was never a goal of mine. I guess when I started this, um, blogging wasn't really a career, yeah. especially in Australia. Um, it definitely wasn't established. So I have always loved fashion. Um, oh, yeah, we both have the same fashion crushes, Mary-Kate Nash. Oh, I love Mary-Kate <laughs> Nash and Kate Bosworth, like the old school winners. Yeah, yeah always. totally. Um, like I did, I studied fashion at school. Like I did all those mm. like sewing classes and I've always loved sewing. I used to make my own clothes when so I went good. out and I couldn't afford clothes, you know, 
back in back in the day, and and then I went into this completely scientific based degree, which is fine because I love maths and I love science and it was great. Um, but I got to the end of that and I started working and I was working full time and I was like, oh, I just miss that fashion side of things. And yeah. just through pure coincidence, um, I became really good friends with Tessa J. Slight. Mm-hmm. who is now in PR but has also had a blog for longer than anyone I have ever met. Yeah, she was one of the OGs, right? OG. She yeah. started it while she was still at school. What a um, legend. Yeah, so I met her because our um, boyfriends worked together and we just clicked and she was telling me about this blog and this is just after I'd moved home from London. Yes. So when I was living in London, I, I was really ex- Blogging was fairly established there. So I started following all these really cool European bloggers yeah. and loving, like I used to go shopping at H&M because they wore it on their you know, Instagram or their blog or whatever. So I, did, I started like really enjoying that side of things. And then I got back and we met and she was like, why don't you start a blog as well? We can shoot each other. We can go to events together. It'll be really fun. Um, and I was like, yeah, I can do that. I can take yeah. photos on the weekends. Yeah, Let's totally. do it. And that's kind of how it started. So, um, yeah, started taking photos on the weekends and having fun and putting them on Instagram. And and then, yeah, people started following me and I was like, what is going on? And then the followers grew and then, yeah, I guess they say the rest is history. But I was still working full-time for a long time and I, I definitely didn't take it my blog seriously for a very long time. Um, I still just thought it was a hobby. I didn't really think it was a money-making vehicle. And then I guess, yeah, brands started asking mm. how much I charged and, okay, this is fun pocket money. And then then I got more than that and then, um, yeah, and then I, I went part-time with physio and then started dedicating more time to my blog and then it got to the stage where, yeah, my blog was really just taking off. So I went casual with physio yeah. um, and then full-time blog. So that's where I am now. Do you know what I love about that? It feels super organic. It like was. It was, it was feels step very just like let it naturally unfold. For sure. And yeah. I think that's the way for long-term success too because there's a lot of like let's call a spade a spade. There's a lot of the, there's a lot of fake, you can swear on this by the way, there's a lot of oh, fake shit sure out there. I was allowed to. F-bombs, anything you want. Uh, yeah. There is a lot of fake out there and I think that's why I've really enjoyed Mm. watching your journey because there's this beautiful organic consistency about you. Thank you. Yeah, I I feel like I always think this. I just feel like I'm so lucky to get to do this that I, yeah, I feel like why would I want to try and not be something that I am, like when I get to do this amazing job. I feel, I don't, I don't yeah, I don't want to take anything for granted. Yeah. I feel like that's just kind of, you know, slapping God in the face if I turn around and try and be something that I'm not when it's giving me this amazing, I've got yeah. this amazing opportunity. Yeah. And you're doing so, like, and I I love it because to me it's so, off, it's so clear that you're sharing passion too. And I mm. think, like what you said, although you've got this other kind of like science side yeah. to you, yeah. this is your outlet for all your creativity. Absolutely. And, and I think as a creative as well, like if that mm. is ever not, like you let that part of you kind of like not be, I don't know, stoked. Correct. You kind of feel shit. Like yeah. you feel a bit so I can see I can see it brings you joy. It and does. it's a joy to watch as Thank well. Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoy sharing it with everybody. And then I still kind of pinch myself that people even care, to be honest, what I do or what I wear. And like I said, I feel really blessed and very lucky that I get to do this and oh. I get to work for myself and choose my own hours. Yeah. 
and just have this amazing life and visit these incredible places. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So there's a few questions I've got on this. Yes. First of all, early on, mm. did Chloe Kardashian? <gasps> she did. Did okay, she? Yes. Give so, me this story. All right. What happened is um, the Kardashians released a shoe line called Kardashian Collection but for some reason only released it in Australia. Okay. Maybe they were testing the waters. I'm not entirely sure. And anyway, their PR girl from LA reached out to me and was like, we'll send you shoes. Um, perfect. So I did that. And I was doing that for like a few months and then – So um, you took photos wearing them and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, took photos yeah. wearing these yeah. the Kardashian Collection heels or boots or sneakers or whatever it was at the time. Did you like them? Yeah, at the time, loved Perth. it. Look back now and I'm like, ooh, yeah. My fashion's changed. Yeah, my fashion yeah, has changed. But we changed. all do. That's the beauty of I fashion. mean, they still had like the classic like over-the-knee boot. I'd still wear that and I think I still do have my over-the-knee Kardashian collection boots. But some of the heels were like, yeah, a bit vampy. But anyway, <laughs> um, at the time, loved it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then it got to Fashion Week and they were like, we want you to do a, um, a takeover at Sydney Fashion Week. Um, something like that, or wear them to everyday at Fashion Week. I can't remember the exact details. And so I did, and then um, Chloe Kardashian reposted my photo. And not only reposted the photo, but tagged me in the caption and said, um, how good are these shoes looking on at C1 Shop? Um, love her style. And then she did it on Twitter and on Instagram. Did you notice a huge influence? Oh, insane. I it's so funny. It happened. I was getting on the plane to come home from Sydney. Yeah. And I, we were literally about to take off and my phone just started going mental and I was like, what's happening? And yeah, someone texted me like, um, Chloe Kardashian has just posted you on her Instagram and tagged you in the caption and said that you're amazing. And I was like, what? And But then like, like yeah, we took off. So I had to like sit there yeah, for an no, hour and be like, would have been what's like, happening? <laughs> and then by the time I landed, yeah, my followers had gone up by thousands and thousands oh and thousands. God. Yeah. I can't even remember. I think it was like 10K in like 24 <gasps> hours or something. Like stuff that so cool. wouldn't even happen today because that growth just doesn't happen on Instagram anymore. But it was incredible. I was just like starstruck for a I bit. mean, that's like life goals for a lot of it. Can you imagine? Mm. She's like one of the probably. I know most influential humans in the world, One you could of, say. Yeah. It was, yeah, <gasps> it was incredible. So I've got a little friend jumping on my lap now. That's Pretzel. This is Pretzel. So if you do hear a little bit of pooch in the background. Yeah, he's trying to lick. This is Pretzel. He loves so a lick. cute. He is a bit cute, but he's still a puppy and apologies for his behaviour. <laughs> no, if you hear him in the background, though, that's what's going on. He's such a little sweetheart. Um, okay, so this these are all like beautiful highlights and like the beautiful growth of it. And I really mm. want to, I really want to ask you about the incredible shoot you did. I think in Queensland was it the Grace, the Grace Love Lace. Oh, What's it Grace called? Loves Lace. Lace. Yeah, yeah, the bridal shoot looked Aww. like a bohemian Thank you. bridal princess. And I think every photo I was sending you love eye emojis on every single yeah, photo. Yeah, I've got to um, do some incredible bridal shoots since getting engaged. That's been honestly so being my favourite thing. Trying on dresses and like styles that I would never normally pick, but it's just fun to put them on and just like feel like you a princess. You do bohemian so well. Thank you because well. I would never say that I'm a boho kind of gal, but um, – this, the Grace of Lace, I was actually very surprised at how well-fitting they were. And even that whole process, I was like going into it, I was like, oh, my gosh, are any of the dresses going to fit? I saw you wrote this on your blog. This is what I love, and I'm, if you're comfortable talking about it, you were worried being a size 10. You were yeah. like, what if they don't fit my hips? And because I was like, effing tiny. It's very, very common um, 
Obviously, I work with a lot of incredible brands in Australia, but I'm going to say that probably 70 to 80% of the time they only have samples and a lot of the time I don't fit into them. So a sample's like a six to eight? Usually, usually. So um, I'm kind of used to having to wait till something comes out so I can get it in my size, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. So I hadn't really thought about it and then I was like, oh, I wonder if um, they have sample sizes at – because I've gone in for like, yeah, to PR companies so many times before races or before events to try on gowns. Yeah, and they're a sample size eight and they haven't fitted. So I was like, oh, no, this might not be as fun as I think. But um, no, everywhere (sighs) has been amazing and – they, as I've, they've said to me, they're like, well, that's not the normal size of our customer. So we don't, our samples aren't, they're generally their samples are like a 10. But that's the other thing, like, and I've been looking at all your Insta stories, like t- you are fitspo, mate. Thank like you, you are a very healthy, lean, fit. Thank you. Does the, like, I feel like there's got to be a shift, like healthy, the size six to size eight, that can't be seen as the healthy sample size for much longer, surely. Well, I don't know. I I don't know. Like I said, I don't I don't have a fashion brand, so I don't Yeah. Understand. I assume the reasoning behind it is for shoots and for models and for editorial because gotcha. I want to send it to mags, get it into mags and things like that. So I, I assume I, that would be my assumption is that's why they always – have those kinds of samples. But there are some brands that I know I'm, I'm their sample size, so it's fine. But then throughout the years, I know there's certain brands that I will just never bother asking. Because they're pinna. Yeah. That's my word for tiny. Oh, right. Pinna. Pinna. Small, yeah, like pinna, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to work. So, But you're small. Like that's what I'm trying to say to people listening. Like you're a very small human. You're very fit. You're very healthy. You. Um, but, yes, but I'm not that that model editorial which is what a lot of these samples are. Totally, which mm. may not always be everyone's healthy is important no. to know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And But I think brands are starting to, like, they're, yeah, hopefully starting to realise that. Definitely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 100%. I, I, I just love that you shared that really openly and honestly. Yeah, well, I, I did, like, kind of freak out just before I went into my first one and then um, – yeah, she, and I walked in and I was like, um, what size are these? She's like, these are fine. Like where we make them, they're stretchy because they, we have brides of all different sizes coming in. Like of course we're going to have – I was like, okay, fine, that's good. Uh, I freak out though. Like if I'm going to pick up a dress or something, I'm like, shit, am I going to – because I've got really big boobs too. I'm yeah. like, fuck, am I going to yeah. fit this? And yeah. sometimes you feel like you're eating like boob salad, putting something on and, and <laughs> oh, yeah. like – Yeah, there are a couple – there were a couple um, of dresses I tried on that we literally like couldn't get the zip up so we just like – just took photos from the front. I've done that many a time <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, so there was a couple, but um, I've very much enjoyed the wedding dress process oh, and I don't so think it's anywhere as scary as people think it is. So there you go. Oh, <sighs> okay, so failures, stuff-ups. Mm. There was something that you wrote to me when we were emailing and you were like, I don't know if this is a failure but we can yeah. talk about it. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, yes, yeah, please. Yeah. Like we need to talk about this. So... You mentioned trolling. Trolling. So I, I look, I haven't had it much. I'm pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't think I attract that kind of um, person. I think because maybe my Instagram and my blog isn't super personal, I don't really share a lot of my private life and my family and, and my fiancé and things like that. So there isn't a whole lot in there they can grab. There's obviously how I look and things like that, but I don't really think I attract that kind of person, but I there was a stage there where I yeah I did have a really bad troll, mm-hmm. and I I think because I'm I don't know why why I don't know I felt like I handled it well, but I, maybe it's I'm a little bit older, maybe got a little bit more life experience. Mm-hmm. I'm very I think I'm very comfortable with who I am and like my family and my friends, and so 
what they said didn't really like I never really thought oh that's true or mm. that's but what I thought was well if, if other people or if I maybe if I was getting that and I was 18 totally it'd have a huge if a I was huge getting impact. that yeah, yeah then then that's when it would have had a huge impact and I just got really frustrated because I I went down every avenue you could possibly go down to get it sorted removed yeah um can you share roughly what was said what yeah was I actually I because I went back and I was like oh, I'm gonna find because because yeah. when I, I went to the police about it oh, and wow. they needed okay. the evidence um and so I I literally screenshotted all this evidence and sent it through to police and look the police they were as helpful as they could be mm-hmm. But they, their hands are tied. They literally don't have any power over that. And that's what really frustrated me about the whole process was that, um, yeah, that this person could keep doing it and that they mm. really had nothing that they could do about it. Um, I gave them all this evidence and, yeah, I wrote this long statement and, and then it went to the cybercrime division and she, like, she contacted Twitter, she contacted Instagram, she did everything she could but she's like, I'm just going to be honest with you that, there's highly likely this isn't going to get resolved she was because a brick wall. these these places are in America where you know this isn't really a high priority for them, which is shit because I feel like they need to lift their game when it comes to that. Um, because if I'm copying it, then there's a lot more people out there that totally. are probably copying it. And I just think I don't I don't understand why they why they should be allowed to be nameless and faceless mm-hmm. and not get any blame for what they're doing. Totally. And like I, I just kind of like makes oh, – I just got, I do just get really angry about it because at the same time I'm like this person, yeah, is just able to continue and not feel any consequences yeah. for their actions. And like I don't know, surely that person is someone's sister, yeah. someone's daughter, yeah. maybe someone's mother how do they feel? I don't understand how they think that what they're doing is. I imagine, yeah, how that's making anyone that totally. loves them proud of them as a person. Totally. Also, they probably wouldn't talk to their sister or their daughter or their mm, mother like I know, that. It just gets me. Yeah, no, like just yeah. gets me really angry. I'm like, you're some, you're someone's child, or you're someone's. Someone loves you, and and you you think this is okay to do this to another person? Like often, how, it's people that how, are the how most ashamed they would be yeah. if, you, if they knew what you were doing. But I think you've hit the nail on the head by saying it's ashamed, angry. because I think themselves to I don't know what they've said, but mm. but I'll try, find, I'll try and find yeah. some goodies. Uh, <clears throat> but I think they would have a sense of self shame in order to be bringing yeah, another yeah. human down. Like, like you'd have to be a bit of a knob. Right. Not sure how you can be productive when you don't actually work. Your voice is so annoying, but not as annoying as your head. No. Um, Far out. Where you get your ugly looks from. I think, yeah. I, I remember they took a dig at my dad once. That yeah. filter does nothing, you ugly troll. Um, an example how Photoshop can, can be but still needs work with the face and could have reduced your thighs some more. Um <laughs> Ah, yeah. Yes. We can tell by those huge thighs of yours. Um, yeah. You are fat, you are ugly, you flaunt yourself on social media, so what else do you expect? And the F45 snaps and the hood skin and body snaps are pathetic when you Photoshop everything. That is pathetic. You ask yeah. for all of this. comes with the territory, so take it like the man you look like. Is this one person, the same person? I believe so because they always had very um, – yeah, I'm very confident it's the same person. I'm very confident I know who this person is. Really? Um, and when I found out who this person is, it stopped. Really? Mm, mm. As in a person in Australia? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's so messed up. Yeah. I mean, it's so strong for you to be clear. Like a lot of girls would read that and be really upset. Like if that was about them would yeah. be upset. I yeah. got fat shamed just two weeks ago and they'd seen an Insta story mm. and they'd sent it to their friend about me but oh, accidentally. Oh, sent it to you? Yeah, 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 saying. I've had that happen. She hasn't put any body length photos up. Yeah, she's holding weight around her stomach. She looks pregnant. Oh, my god. And presuming I was pregnant, which I wasn't, and I wrote back going, hey, clearly this is about me. Uh, For the record, I'm not pregnant and um, I really don't think you should talk about another woman like this. Oh, my gosh. And then I wrote, sorry, I haven't posted any full-length photos. And and then they responded with, sorry, that wasn't meant for you and it wasn't about you. And I said, even worse, you're saying that about somebody else. I see a therapist once a week. I'm like, you're saying that about someone else that doesn't have a therapist, that can't unpack this. Like you just handled that like a true champ. Yeah, I think because I was just like, I don't know. I don't know why I feel resilient when it came to it, but I was just like reading it and I was like, right, like I don't know, maybe because they were, I don't know, I felt like they were just so horrible that they couldn't be true. In my oh, head? Well, well, no, no, they, well, they oh, no, that's absolutely kind of can't be true. And I, I mean, just was like, oh, this person obviously just has a beef with me. Maybe if it came from lots of different people or more than one source, that maybe um, that's when it would like, oh, but I think because knowing it was just coming from one person, it was their opinion and they obviously have a lot of time on their hands. But to also this person doesn't account. like themselves. Like yeah. that's. 100%. That's like a sense of like self-loathing and. Definitely. And then it's just like what can you. Yeah. Well done for you, Han. So initially before you went to the police, did you respond to the person? I did at the start because I was at first I I was like, oh, this is like really full on. And I was like, I think I wrote back things like, oh, you know, um, you know, that's so nice. What would you, you know, I'm sure your mum would love knowing that you've you've passed this on to another human being. What a precious person you must be. Merry Christmas. I remember they started coming around Christmas and I was just like, and then, like, they wrote back, like, and just, like, never stopped. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother writing back to you anymore. Yeah, sometimes it is. I love to write back yeah. to It people. is fun to write back to kind of just be like, I don't know, feel like. Oh, you're, you're like, I'm really... smart. I know this. I know this about myself. Yeah, and but then it, it just t- just feels FYI. Oh, and then I even, I even posted a couple of times about it on my stories, but which is, like, obviously, you know, everyone is so supportive um, and gets around you, which is lovely. But, again, it just makes it worse. Yeah, and and I think as well when someone's really unhappy and you kind of are like piss off in a funny way. Correct. They're kind of like, fuck you, no, you're going to yeah, listen to me. Yeah. I'm right, you're this, you're that. Yeah. Um. Well done for the way that you handled it, by the way. Thank you. Well, that's why I'm like, well, I was just like, well, this isn't right. I'm going to go to the police about it. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately it, it didn't really get very far. They tried. They they did contact, like I said, all the social media places and um, but it just didn't end up. Uh, and so it stopped when you, did you, you didn't confront the person you no, thought it was? It stopped after a while. Like it did eventually stop with that and then it kind of was happening like this was happening literally every single day and then it uh. stopped and then it was just coming happening very sporadically and then and then I think I found, yeah, well, I believe I found out who the person is um, and then, yeah, I haven't had anything in a while now. Well, years have you had any, um, on the flip side of that, have mm. you had any like crazy fans that are, like send me photos of your feet or anything no. really weird like that? I, oh, I've got one. <laughs> he doesn't ask for photos of my Look, feet. Look, she's getting a photo he always, <laughs> he's all, he always proposes to me. Oh. And like just says I love you. 
<laughs> yeah, um, I want to marry you. How do you respond to that? Oh, I don't. Yeah. I just, I, I used to at the start, like, that's really nice, that's really sweet, but then I've stopped writing back and he's just like, I love you so much, Lisa. Oh, wow. And just like so love hearts personal. to everything. Good morning. Have a sweet day, Lisa. Good night, my love. Oh, wow. No one in this world loves you as much as I do. <laughs> Oh, wow. So that's probably... Yeah. There's a lot of heart emojis and flying oh, star. Oh, a lot of, lot of my love. I love you so much. Engagement ring emoji. Engagement ring emoji. Yeah, wow. Um, he likes to find other dogs that look like my dog and be oh, like... Oh, wow. Okay, he's invested. He's very invested. <laughs> yeah. I think as well, like... That's the only... Oh, yeah. That's well, the only one, really. There's a beautiful lightness to the way that you... <laughs> Are and and, and the, the way that you have handled both situations, like both sides yeah. of the coin. I think the reality is there are dickheads out there For that sure. are always going to bring other people down just because they're unhappy. And Absolutely, I can see that you're like, mate. And I can I say I have seen all your beautiful photos in tulip fields and all your photos. Thank the, you. The beautiful wedding <laughs> wedding dress photos. You're fucking stunning. Thank so you so much. For anyone that wants to have a, have a bit of beef, like they can take it up with me. Absolutely. You know. Well, I think everyone is. Everyone's beautiful, and ah. I, like I said, I just struggle to comprehend how anyone could be like that to another person. It's their own shit. Mm. It really, really is. That's one hundred percent. Oh yeah, for sure. It is their own shit. Fuck. Thank you. Okay. So another thing you sent me was about losing a client. Yeah. So that's always a tough one. Yeah. I just I got dropped from a gig recently, so I'm, I want to yeah. learn from this sometimes, myself. Selfishly. Yeah, sometimes it's like a natural thing, but yeah, other times yeah you have jobs or clients that yeah just go really sour. I oh, I remember once a few years ago, I um. Yeah, I did this job and I thought everything was fine and then, yeah, I got this email from my agent being like the client thought you were like really rude and disengaged and I was like, excuse me, were we at the same place? Like I was so confused and the only thing I could think of is that like when I'm trying to get a shot or – I mean, the moment, like, I might be focusing on my camera and trying to set things You're up. in and, the zone. Yeah, and in the zone. And so I was like, oh, yeah, maybe when I was taking the photos I was. You were just in, but in. I don't believe I was for the rest of the time. And the client had only got there right at the end. So I'd been there already for like an hour shooting everything. And they weren't introduced to me as the client. I don't know. I just felt that there was a whole lot of miscommunication and I was just very confused. And I was, that was actually one time I actually was, like, hurt. Like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I can't believe I – and, I, yeah, I think sometimes I do, like I focus or I zone out or I can be vague and maybe that does come across as But let's, let's but, just talk about an event know. for a second. There's so much going on. It's like a sensory overload. Yeah. Plus if you're being paid to be there or get yeah. a photo or yeah. capture the moment, you've got a job to do. Yeah. So small talk is hard because you want to yeah. do a really good job. Yeah, it did shake me though and I was like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I need to like – to know. Oh, if it makes me better, I did a shoot for a company <laughs> and they're like, we need a Shoot this because Lola looked so bad, and I had to, and I had to like do it all again with full hair, full That's makeup. So harsh. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I've had so I've had feral ones. Yeah. I get I I've been dropped from so many deals, yeah. but it's nice to know that other people go through the same stuff. So I think no. So this is what I, I was so excited to talk to you about because I think when we see like Instagram and and all these amazing campaigns and mm, travel mm. and, you know, um, 
Yeah, they don't, they don't hear about the time that the client's like, yeah, can you reshoot this because, you know, that wasn't really on brand for us or you're not meeting the brief or, yeah, you don't look like how we want you to look or totally. your makeup's the wrong makeup or, yeah. And also I think as well, like even to get that perfect shot that mm. is for, like if it's mm. for a collab with mm. a lot of work actually goes into that. And like, sometimes I come up with these super creative ideas and I'm like so proud of them and I go and shoot it and the brand's like, actually, we're not really wanting to go down that path. Just give us that, a flat lay. <laughs> I'm like, or oh, something. Well, I'm not the I'm not the influencer that goes in, you know, in front of a brick wall and takes a photo. Yeah. That's you ha- in like you, a, yeah. in like a tiny little bikini. That's because I'm really like I don't get my engagement from that. I'm not no. that that really beautiful Barbie looking girl. So I'm like I like you to, are very beautiful. Oh, thank you. But like I like to make my content like interesting and dynamic and I don't there's know. an ethereal nature to your content too. Thank so you. there's that real um, wonderlusty yeah kind of and try and make it like yeah wonderlusty and inspirational. But also, like, attainable and relatable. Actually, now that you That's say that. That's kind of a fine line and, like, always feel like I'm always walking the line and trying to get that, but that's... That's why I love stories as well. But I, I, so I read this quote that you gave probably years because I've read pretty much every article. Oh my gosh, about what have I said? And it was like, my goal is to ins- instill a spark of inspiration into your day every day. There you go. That, that might is, have been on. Yeah, your I think website, that's on actually. my website. That's still true. And I, and I, and I, and I kept coming back to, I'm like, she's, Writing to the every girl, like I yeah. could relate to you. I was like, yeah. as soon as I saw watched all the YouTube vids, I was like, subscribe, subscribe. Like you're <laughs> like, if you want to know more about me, if you want, here's my ten questions. But like I was just yeah. like, you're very relatable. Well, I feel like I am just the everyday girl, and I feel like maybe it's because I did go to uni and I did work full time. I haven't just gone straight from high school into this strange digital world. Mm. Um, and I have worked in the real world and I just feel like I'm still that same person. I just get to do this incredible job now. On the note of the incredible job, and we haven't talked about this as a failure, but I was just, I was nerding. I'm a Virgo, so I very much, I over-prepare. Mm. You can see I've got my little notebook here. Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> but fine. how do you go with like, obviously Instagram is a changing landscape mm. and it's saturated now. Every man and their dog. I know. Yeah. I know. And obviously there was the stage where followers would drop and then people were buying followers. It was mm. obvious who was, but then mm. they were getting jobs because they had more followers. Like, mm. And like, how do you stay like solid within your message yourself? Yeah, it's tough. I yeah, it's a tough gig with the, all the changes, and it is tough to stay true mm. and keep on brand and and keep doing the same thing you're doing if it's not resonating and your likes are going down. And I mean, I won't complain about the fact that likes have been removed mm. um, in Australia. I think it's great. I almost think they should just get removed altogether. Um, instead of just hiding them for everyone else, I'd prefer not to even to see them myself. Yeah, because um, you're, you're still always comparing. That's that's the one thing in this job that I hate the most is how much I compare myself to what other people are doing or what other, you know, yeah. How but see, people... I look at yours and you're so yourself. Like Thank I you. couldn't compare you to someone else because I'm like, yeah, I know, no, but, but you can't help your but like be like, oh, they're doing that or. You know they're growing by this much, and I'm growing by this. Yeah, but half and... of them are buying them, mate. Okay, do you know well, what I mean? Super bad. I actually never think that in my head. I always think that because <laughs> yeah, I went I down by like that. Mazillion, and I was like, "Fuck 
it's yeah, like this. And so many people write to you going, do you want to grow oh, yeah, followers? True. Do you want to go likes? And I'm just like, delete, delete, delete. Mm, but mm. Um, it was actually Tully that did a, she oh, was really awesome, Tully Smythe did mm. a screen grab of them going, do you want to grow your followers mm. and get X amount of likes? Something? And she wrote, no, thank you. I would much rather have an organic, real community yeah. and have an engaged community that's smaller than a huge community that is that's all fake. engaged, yeah. And I was sure. like, good on you because... I think it's kind of rare the people that are like sticking to their guns and sticking to like what I love about you, which is organic. Thank you. It's the real yes. deal. No, you've just got to keep being, I just keep telling myself, you know, keep doing what you're doing, keep doing what you love and keep creating content that you love. And the rest you can't control. So stop fretting about it or stop comparing yourself or stop worrying about the likes or the followers or what's happening because it's, it is out of your control. And I know as much as they say, well, you can post at this time, you can post this kind mm. of content, you can, you know, do this kind of engagement and that'll all help with everything. Yeah, but does it really? I mean... Exactly. So just it, keep doing you. Just just keep doing you and honestly just try not to worry about the rest and that's what I try and do. And you've just hit the nail on the head with a common theme with pretty much every guest and they're like, stay in your lane. Mm. Like just do your thing, yeah. do it well, work yeah. hard, be kind. Yeah, stay in your lane. That's a very good motto. I it's like it. simple. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it is. Question. Oh, what is it? Oh, well, I know the answer to this because you've told <laughs> me, but it's is it true you failed a subject at uni? It, it, well, I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's half true. It's okay. half true. So um, I, yeah, I did a course where um, you – it's very different to other – it's kind of like school. Okay. You have to pass yes. every subject yes. every year to then go to the next semester. Mm-hmm. It's unlike it's like ticking off. Yeah, it's not like those um, like standard arts, business, commerce degrees where you can pick up subjects and do them whenever you like or whatever. No, mm-hmm. physio, it's literally like yeah, level one is year one, level two is year two, and it's like yeah. you move up the scale. So you can't go to the next level unless you pass everything. Mm-hmm. And they only run the subjects obviously once a year. So, if oh, you, yeah. yeah, if you fail, then you basically have to take a year off. Oh, shit. Um, so, yeah. So I guess to um, counter that and to make sure lots of people don't all fail is you if you if you were in that like bracket of just on the 50% and maybe 5% each side, you get another go. Okay. Yeah. So that was That me. was what happened. So that was me. So I got in that little bracket of – um, they used to call it SUP. I don't know what it stood for, supplementary maybe, and you used to have to come in for another test. Yeah, and if you failed that, then, then you got then, to read it. Yeah, so yeah. you failed the first bit where you were in the SUP. Failed that first bit, so yeah. I was in SUP and then I had to go back. But the, What did you get when you did? I reckon I must have been like, I reckon it was either 49 or 50 or 51 or something, and 50, I think 50 was a, maybe 55 was a pass or something. I don't know. It was it was all it was like right on half. But um, and at the time I was like so ashamed. I didn't tell anyone, I didn't tell my parents. I was like, I'm just gonna work really hard, make sure I pass the next one, and then no one will ever know. And you're fine. And that's what I did. Um, so it worked out fine, but then it was really funny. Then we came, we all came back because we used to do everything as a year level. We all came back like the next year or the next semester or what it was, and they did they put the stats up. And literally, I think it was almost half the course had failed or like 40% this that one had subject. The, the sub, yeah. So I was, like, I was like, oh, it wasn't just me. Like yeah. it was obviously, it was the subject, it was the teaching, yeah. it, was the, it was the exam yeah. at the time. Whatever it was, like a lot of people had to do the sub. So in the end, it, I was like, I, at the time I, I was like devastated because I've never failed anything like school-wise. You're a hard worker, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. And I just, I, yeah, I don't know. School always just clicked with me. Academics just yeah. clicked with me. Um, 
And I think that's why physio was a bit trickier because it's not just academics. Yeah. It is a lot of you assess someone and then you, you use your clinical reasoning to then go to the next step. It's not like A plus A. It's not just biology not, sorry, and one anatomy. One plus one is two. Yeah. No, because there are different certain, there are many different ways to treat a shoulder, yeah. many different ways to treat an ankle. You might focus more on balance. You might focus more on strength. So like there are, yeah. So it was it was getting my head around that when I was doing physio and it took me a long time to get around that there is totally. not more, more than one just I like that answer. about physio. And though. as long as you can justify what you're doing, then you're doing the right thing. Yes. So you can say, oh, I'm strengthening that because when I assessed that, it was weak. Okay, continue. And I didn't quite get that. And this, I think, I think it was the failure was in my second year of uni. So I was still just kind of Fresh, getting my head around yeah. Yeah, everything. And um, But it was devastating. I was just like, I can't believe this. I've never failed any school subject, anything in my life. And I can't believe I like, have to take a year off and I was freaking out. But thankfully, yeah. Do you know when you wrote that to me, I was like, oh, my God, I got 31% on my mm. one of my nutrition subjects. Yeah, and right. I had the same thing. It was my mid-semester exam. Yeah. So I put all the pressure on myself to mm. pass. So I had to get above 70, 75 to right. kind of know that I would pass it. And same thing, I just scraped through. And the next year, everyone was like, you weren't alone. You were yeah. one of the only five people end up getting through the subject. Same, exact same yeah, scenario so, as yeah, you. Yeah, I know. You, th- you think you're alone. And, you and I thought I was. I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I, and then I was like, oh, I could have told that person because they were all in the same boat. And I didn't realise. And I here I was just trying to get through this and study by myself because I was like too scared to even ask anyone to study with oh. me. Because so I was like, oh, they're, they're going to know I failed then. So I'm not going to ask them. So I'm just going to study on my own. And but then, young yeah. too, you know, when you're like, shit, am yeah. I done? Like but it was just funny yourself. that it worked out that a lot of people are in the same boat. And I think yeah. that's important to remember that there are always there's always someone going through the same thing that you just don't realise. And I think as well, like I speak at the uni I went to and I'm like, guys, I got 31% on my human biology exam. And they're yeah. like, what? Why is she talking about yeah. failing? And I think people need to know yeah, and that's why this exists, this whole podcast exactly. exists, because you can be super successful and you will absolutely fail along the way For and that's sure. part of For it. Sure. And I think it teaches all these little things. Like even as messed up as the troll thing was, it probably gave you a sense of going, well, I know who I am and I know that that's not true. Yeah. Yes, it bloody sucks, but I'm not going to let it affect me. For sure, for sure. And so it gives you this strength. And Absolutely. you're someone that strikes me as like somebody that marches to the beat of their own drum. I, yeah. That's you a good say thing. say that again. That's a good I thing. I am very much, I do live in lease land, that's for sure. Sometimes a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. No, it's a perfect thing. <laughs> yeah. Who wants to live in another land? <laughs> I do. I do get in my own little bubble sometimes and yeah. But. I think having a career that involves social media though, you mm. almost need to be in your bubble because yeah. that is what your world is and that's what yeah. your work comes from as well. So true. you need to be quite clear about that bubble of that's yours. That's true. That's true. So it's very inspiring. I have a few more little questions of that course. aren't related to failure at all. Bring it on. Um, please tell me about the Maldives. Oh, I know you meant to say Maldives. I've been, but I want to know your experience. The Maldives, the Maldives. Is it the Maldives? Well, I asked when I was there. I was like, how do I pronounce it? And they told me it was the Maldives. So I'm obviously being a bogan. I used to say Maldives. Yeah. But, yeah that's, what they, that's what the local told me. Okay, Maldives. I'm going to go with that, the Maldives. Okay. Thank um, you. Yes, so that I went there twice actually. No. Yeah. You know it's like a bazillion dollars a night, right? Isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. One was um completely paid everything. It was a job and um I just went to take social media content for this swimwear brand. Did so you just take your partner? No, no, this one I just went on my own. Okay. Um well and with the brand. Yeah. 
and the and the models and they had their team there or whatever. But I got my own like over the water bungalow <gasps> and yeah, it was amazing. So um, this is the thing I find. Did you feel like you're in a dream the whole time? I was like, yes. I actually feel like I'm. In I a couldn't dream. get over how blue everything was, and I know I, I I sound like such an idiot, but always on my Snapchat and on my stories, I'd be like. Guys, I, I know this looks blue, but you don't understand yeah, how blue it is. It really is. And like, I can't even open my eyes because it's so blue and like bright. And <sighs> like, you walk outside and you're like, this is just like, your eyes are all squinty and it's just so blue. And it looks like a postcard it and you're does. in the postcard and it's, it's and so surreal, but it's the most beautiful place I've ever been in the world. Same. Yeah. Did, I took my best mate with me. I said mm. for the job, they were like, can you come to Maldives? And I was literally there just talking nutrition and social media to their mm. team. And I'm like, only if I can bring my best mate. And so yeah. I bought my uh, best friend. I probably should have said that. But I was like, yes, Maldives, I'll go yeah. take me when, book <laughs> me plan. I think they thought we were a couple, oh, like shoot. a beautiful lesbian couple. Oh. And so we'd come in every day to our bed oh, with like ro- heart yeah. rose. <laughs> Have, I've had that a lot. Like when I go on trips, um, <laughs> they'll they'll call my partner Mr. Hamilton. Oh, like, thank you, Mr. Hamilton. Will you be changing? This is hilarious. I will. Yeah, that's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Can you say what it'll, what you're going to become? Yeah, it's going to be De Sanctus. Oh, I like that. Which has a space in it, which I think is really cool. I've always wanted it's like look nice on your your print. <laughs> my name's just yeah. so like normal and like Anglo-Saxon and regular, and you can say and spell, which is fantastic. Growing up, best name ever. But now I'm like excited to have something a little oh, more yeah, exotic and fancy. Yeah. So what's his back? It's Daniel, right? Yes. Um, Italian is that surname. Yes. My boyfriend's Italian too. Yeah. So that they, I reckon Italian boys got this like passion. Mm, yeah. The passion. whole family, I would say, has yeah. this passion. <laughs> totally. Totally. Okay. So. I know we're getting to the end where I'm like, oh, but I've got so much I want to ask you. Best trip you've ever done, would you, would you say Mally's? Yeah, the, but the second time when I went with my fian- now fiancé, my yeah. boyfriend at the time, because, yeah, we went for a week um, oh. and it was just insane. <sighs> insane. It was just so lovely. You know you can swim with that. whale sharks there. Yeah, I didn't get to do that. There was a shark, that little, one of those little baby ones that swam little past reefs. me, but I, I um, screamed and got out of the water. I was oh, like, you're not a water baby with the, with the sharks oh, and stuff? Oh, sharks. <laughs> I did the whale Anything shark else. swim and it was literally like you go out so deep, oh. super, super deep. And I was, I just did a prayer. I was like, please don't let some other shark. Maybe if like, it was like organised and other people doing it like that. It was, this was scary just me and he just like swam past me. I was like, mm, no, no, no. Yeah, don't get nibbly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. What? Okay, so. So that, yeah, I think that would have to be up there. What about in the fashion world? Because I feel like you've mm. done some big fashion yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think um, I've done New York Fashion Week. I've actually done London Fashion Week too. But I think New York Fashion Week was <gasps> my, a few years ago was probably Just the energy of my New York favorite. alone. Yeah, the energy of New York. Again, my fiancé got to come. Um, so we stayed in this awesome little apartment oh. in um, West Village. And, yeah, he'd come meet me before after shows and we'd like walk to Times Square to go get a pizza slice. Oh. And, you know, just live in New York. And it was Awesome. It was a really, really good trip. It is the city that never sleeps. Oh, there's something mm. I always say to people, I'm like, put it on your bucket list just to feel the energy oh, it's of that city. I remember one night we got, we literally, I don't know why we had a massive sleep and we must have gone out the night before. And then we just like potted around our little apartment and then it got to like, mm. then we had a nap, we went back to sleep and we woke up at like 9pm and we'd like literally slept all day. And so we were wide awake. So we're like, let's just 
walk and we just walk to Times Square oh. and like and everything. It's just like it just never sleeps. There's always something on. And Do you know what someone best. said to me on the plane from Los Angeles to New York? They mm. said it's the one part of the world where you can get or do whatever you want. Yeah, that's true. And it does feel like that when you versus Los Angeles where, yes, you feel like there's opportunity and yeah, stuff yeah. but it feels very creative Well, the good thing I knew, you can, you can walk everywhere and get anywhere. Yeah. It's all so close and oh. so you can just wander and just discover places and it's great. Yeah, so for fashion, I think New York Fashion Week was was pretty good. And I do have a fashion question for you. Yeah. I got a bit nerdy, I think, just watching all you. you I actually don't know a lot about fashion. I think that's a common misconception about myself. I actually don't follow trends or like runways or anything. But I like this about you. You're, you're so it's just like trend. kind of what I like. So hopefully it's not a hard You'll be, It's question. so easy. It's so easy. <laughs> so like for someone listening that's just like – I want it because I know you're, you've got beautiful little pieces, I noticed, mm. like that kind of pop up every now and then. <laughs> but for someone listening that's like, oh, like I want what can be my one staple? Like what's that one thing that's like your go-to and you're like, I've never thrown it out. I always go back to it. It comes in season in, season out. Oh, I have like ten. I'm trying to narrow it down. Give me three. Go give me oh three faves. Okay. Okay. I think a really good... Great pair of jeans. Yeah, I know it's it's no, very I agree. cliche, but seriously, spend some money and go get a pair of jeans that fit you perfectly. Yeah, like it's such a good investment. And even if you have to spend lots, I don't know, just make it work, and you'll have them forever, and mm. they'll never lose their shape. You always wear. You look great in jeans too. Thank you. you. I wear you a lot rock of the jeans. white tee. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. Jeans and a white tee. Can't beat it. Oh, I love it. Um, so I think just a really, really, really good pair of yeah. jeans is always, always important. I'll say um, a blazer as ah, well. I don't own a blazer. Yeah, I have maybe three that I have really invested in and, yeah, I will never throw them out. Because I guess it can be good for meetings but then if you've got an event you can kind of dress yeah. something up that's more casual. For sure, for sure. <sighs> um, yeah, I just I think blazers are great. You awesome. can Yeah. And my third thing, oh, this is tough. What else? I love that I've put you on the spot like this. Yeah, I know. I'm I know. getting inspired though. Oh, that's so thank good. You. That's good. <laughs> um. I'm going to say boots. Yeah. Yeah, boots. Well, maybe it's because I'm from Melbourne and you get to wear boots a lot. I was going to say that feels like a very Melbourneian yeah, thing Yeah, it to is say. a very Melbourne answer. But I like that. Yeah, I think some real – I yeah, I love boots. I'm a real boots person. And, again, a good way to dress something up if For you're going sure. casual. Don't have to be healed but just have – yeah, just have a really good pair of boots that you'll have forever. Like RM, even some RM Williams, <sighs> something like that. Just You'll have them forever. Like so they're, they're an Aussie staple pair of RMs, I think. I love it. Okay, so mm. after this I'm going to go out and invest in a good pair of jeans, blazer, boots. Yeah. yeah, there's a really good place in the city that does custom-fitting jeans. What's it called? Are you allowed to say? Yeah, it's called First Principles. Okay. Yeah, and I have two pairs now from them. And they're, you go in there and they measure you all up. Amazing. And I say, you know, what colour do you want them? What hardware do you want? What stitching <sighs> do you want? What buttons do you want? Um what style do you want? Oh. And then two weeks later, your perfectly fitting jeans arrive. You've they're inspired so good. me. And is it an investment pair, would you say? Yeah, because yeah. they're not cheap. Okay, great. Yeah, it's good definitely an investment pair. Just get a little white tee and I'm yeah, set. Yeah, I have a black pair and a white pair and I wear them 
like constantly yeah. to death. And I get so many compliments being like, where are these jeans from? They like fit you so well. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. So that's my little tip if you're in Melbourne. Oh, but I'm sure they do it. Um, I'm sure they do it elsewhere. Custom jeans. I feel like Dude, it's a thing. You're amazing. Oh, this no, has been you are. this well, this has been in creds because Thank you. I I just you're really real and you've got you, there's no no BS, no bullshit, no, no, no. no filters here. No, absolutely not. <laughs> and I love that. So it's been an honour to chat to you today and I can't believe we just popped your podcast cherry, mate. I know. <laughs> I'm like waiting for someone to, to ask. I'm just waiting here in the corner. Someone will ask me to be on a podcast one day. Wow. Um, and I'm very excited it was you oh. and your first and it was really nice to like just chat. Yeah. You, I dude. really enjoyed it. You're doing great. Thank and you so much. It's so much I think fun. that's the other thing I love about this. Well, I mean, constantly everyone's just been like, you're amazing, you're great. Wait, well, well, everyone's very supportive. And know. I've read how you well, were like, I've met some nice mates through this industry. I like have. you're friends with it. You've got like a bit of a clan and I yeah. love. Yeah, I'm some like, of my really good out? friends. Yeah. I mean, in saying that, I think it's really important to still have friends totally. that aren't in the industry and I think that's one thing that has like for me, like my, my three best friends and my bridesmaids they're completely not in the industry yeah. at all um and that's just great phones yeah. phones are never out we never yeah. whenever yeah it's just us when we're together and that's the best and obviously I still love like my other friends that I've made through the industry because it's great because they're like and we they can, get it they well. get it exactly yeah. it's easy but I think it's really important to to keep people close to you that aren't trying to get likes or followers or whatever it is because they're just they're the people that have known you since the start, and well, these girls have, and um, yeah, they'll bring you back down to earth pretty quickly if you I, need it done. I knew you'd say that. I thought I was going to say it brings a sense of grounding for sure. Because I think that's actually where people shine when you're grounded. Your feet are on the ground. Mm. You're clear. You know who you are, and that's why I love. That's probably been my biggest takeaway today. Like, you've got a sense of knowing. Like yeah. you know who you are. Yeah, I think you I like do. who you are. You know who you are. You love what you I'm do. I'm a little bit older in the end, and I always feel quite so old. Am I though. No, so I go am to I. these events. And what I'm are like, you? Are we oh. the same? I don't know. Do you know? I'm, I'm I've 32. Just turned, I've just turned 34, mate. Oh, there so you go. So I'm older than you. You are. I always feel. Yeah, sometimes I feel a bit old in this industry, but um, I feel like. Like we, I gravitate and you gravitate to the same kind of people. So, yeah. yeah, in this industry I gravitate to the people who I know are like my people. You can pick the realies and the well, fakies. Yeah, and all. it's just funny. You just Sometimes you meet someone you're like, you just know, oh, it's lovely to meet you, but we, we, just, we just don't have anything in common yeah. really. We're just not on the same page. That's just using your intuition too. You yeah. can know when you meet someone you're like, yeah. oh, wow. You're cool. I like we can have a great yeah, chat. Yeah, but what I think what's strange about this industry is like in the real world you'd meet that person then you, you may not ever see them again. But the, the, you, you see these people all the time. So you yeah. do they do, you do have to like still, you know, yeah, it's bizarre. I learned off someone just yesterday. She mm. goes, "Be clear but kind." So you can be really kind to an absolute yeah. oh, dingo. Kill people with kindness. I'm, like oh. Selena Gomez says, "Kill them with kindness." Oh, does she? Do you know that song? Oh, oh, it's a great. I'll send it to you after oh, this. God. How bad is my music? Knowledge? I always say, um, "Listen to I'm going to Selena Gomez them when I see them. Oh, like go. if someone's being a bit of a dingo to yeah, me, right. or like just someone no, that I'm, I know. I'm always sometimes. like, it's it doesn't cost anything. No. To be kind doesn't cost anything to be generous, doesn't cost no. anything to say thank you. And then so like there are all these things that are free in the world that we should all be doing. And totally. I I think if you because yeah, I think again, having back in the day been working in retail and hospitality, when people bring in their bad moods and they just dump it on you, you it's the worst. It. So I always try 
and just not be that person who walks into the store in, in a bad mood. And I think we could all do something to just make whoever we come across that day their day a little bit better or just like not bad anyway. Say and hello. you are doing that, my friend. We'll have a really cute puppy and he helps. Oh my, with so, his own emoji? Yeah. <laughs> he has his own emoji. It was yeah. brilliant. It wasn't even planned. <laughs> the pretzel emoji. Oh, it's so good. So handy. But like he's the best. He'll just light up people's day. It's, it's lovely. I love that. Yeah, it's nice. And you're lovely. And on that thank note, you. thank you. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. I'm honoured, mate. It. I'm honoured. Thank oh, you no, so, so I'm much. I'm honoured. I'm honoured to be on a podcast. It's incredible. First of many, I bet. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see. TBC. Thank you, beauty. Thank you. That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lola Berry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate, and comment. And of course, spread the love. Mm-hmm.